Welcome to Hubert I's prophetic teaching podcast. Hubert I is a principled preacher, a character builder, and has deep revelation knowledge in the Word of God. His mandate is to impact the end-time generation for excellence through revelation and holiness. Stay tuned for more insight. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. Tonight, have your own way. Do what only you can do. We decrease. Let Jesus increase. Let no man be seen. Let only Jesus be seen. Father, touch my tongue with the coals of fire. Let everything that I'll say be according to your will and according to your purpose. Let no one live here the same. Let somebody be impacted with the spirit of faith like never been before. We give you glory. Ladies and gentlemen, a lot of us have come to a place where we are contemplating whether we have faith or not. A lot of us have come to a place whether our faith is active or our faith is inactive. We have been thinking about the fact that we know God. And as a matter of fact, we also believe in God. But when it comes to things changing in our life, it looks like we lack faith in things that are supposed to change in our life. We are confused about the whole issue of faith. How is it that I believe in God and I have faith in God, but things don't change? What is it that I must do? And so a lot of us have come to a place to think that I must increase my faith. And you have done that by increasing your faith and squeezing your faith and say, I believe. A lot of us have studied a lot of word of God. We have studied a lot of scriptures. And we have quoted the scriptures. And it looks like the more we quote the scripture, the things are rather becoming bigger and bigger. Is it that the faith we have is not in the area of scripture or not? And a lot of us are still confused with that matter. Some of us have come to learn that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We have come to a place to know that it is when we hear the word of God, then it means that our faith is increased. But we have heard a lot of messages. We have heard a lot of messages. We have heard a lot of preachings. And yet, it looks like with all that we have heard, whenever we are in church, we are hyped up. And we have, we have been told that once you hear the word of God, that word of God will transform things. We hear the word of God in church. We jump, we shout, we receive all. But when we cross the gate and we go to the house and meet certain things, it looks like what we heard is not true. I want to introduce to you what I have called the working faith. The working faith. Simply is the faith that works. The faith that works. The faith that actually works. What is the faith that actually works? What faith is required or expected of me to have and to exercise that works? Ladies and gentlemen, when I'm talking about the working faith or the faith that works, I'm simply talking about the fact that you must believe in God. You must believe in God. 
But the working faith does not end there. The working faith does not end in just believing in God. Because there are unbelievers that believe in God. And there are people who don't even believe in God, but they know there's an existence of a God. Not only that, the Bible talks of the fact that there are demons that also believe in God and they tremble. So, there are demons that also believe in God. But for the faith to work for them, it's a problem. Because though demons believe in God, that is not the kind of faith that even helps them or saves them. Though they believe in God, they have not been saved. So when we are talking of working faith, working faith does not only end in believing in God. Because there are people that think that because I believe in God, this must happen. And that must happen. And this mountain must move. But working faith does not only stand or remain at believing in God. You must add something to it. And what you add to it is confessing the lordship of Christ. That if you believe in God, you must also come to a place where you confess the lordship of Christ over you. You must confess the lordship of Christ over you. You must also confess the sovereignty of God over your life. You must be able to confess the finished works of Christ. Let me take it again. Whenever you want your faith to work, it does not only end at believing and trusting God, but then you must also confess the lordship of Jesus over you. Then you must also confess the sovereignty of God. Then you must also confess the finished works of Christ. But it also does not end there. You must move from just believing in God and move also from just confessing the lordship of Christ, the sovereignty of God, the finished works of Christ, to now putting everything that you have believed and confessed into action. Then the third addition must be that whatever you say you believe in, and whatever you have confessed, you must act it out. There must be an action. That is why a lot of people have not been able to see working faith in their life. The reason is that they believe in God, but they don't confess it. Others also believe in God. They don't confess the finished works of Christ. They don't confess the sovereignty of God. They don't confess that Jesus is Lord over them and then they ask why are things not happening others will confess it but they don't act they don't do anything they don't perform any action about what they believe therefore in order to see faith working in you you must align all the three and all of it must be active in your life that means that you must be able to believe in God. You must be able to confess the lordship of Christ, the sovereignty of God, the finished works of Christ, and you must also act it out. You must behave what you believe. You must behave what you believe. 
You must do what you believe. It is not just saying what you believe, but doing what you believe. The Bible says, in the book of Isaiah 29 verse 13, it said, wherefore, the Lord said, inasmuch as these people, they draw near me with their mouth and with their lips, do they honor me, but have removed their heart far from me and their fear toward me is taught by the precept of men. He said, these people, they have drawn nigh me. They, they use their lips to honor me, but their heart is far away from me. This is what they have done. They have moved near me. They have taken an action to come near me. They have used their lips. They have confessed me. But when I check their heart, there is no faith in me. They don't believe in me. They are around me, but they don't believe in me. So the tree is not working. The tree has not been aligned. So there's no working faith. There are people who have come to God, but they don't believe in God. There are people who have come to God, but they don't confess the power of God. If the tree does not align, you don't have working faith. Your faith will not be put to work. To put your faith to work and to see faith work in your life, you must align the three. What are the three? Number one, you must believe in God. Number two, you must confess the lordship of Christ over you. You must confess the sovereignty of God over you. You must confess the finished works of Christ. Then you must take action. So without this three, there is no working faith. Now you can look into your life and begin to search why a particular thing has not been able to work for you. And you will realize that along the way, you believe God, but you use your mouth to say something negative. You confess wrongly. There are others who also confess. They talk, but they don't act. They say God is good. God can do this. But then for them to take an action and go to a place and demand what belongs to them to be given to them, they don't go anywhere. They sit in one place waiting for manna to come from heaven and fall on their laps. In order for faith to work, the tree must be aligned. So it is necessary we behave the way we believe. If you don't behave the way you believe, you are not going to experience working faith. And if you don't confess what you believe and act it out, then you will not experience working faith. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 38 and 39. Now the just shall live by faith. And if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in it. He said, the just shall live by faith. But if any man begin to draw back from what he believes in, begin to turn back from what he believes in, God is saying that my soul will not have pleasure in him. Therefore, whatever you say you believe in, you don't draw away from it. 
You cannot say, I believe in this. I believe in God. I believe in the power of God. Then you change your mind and say, it is the wisdom of men that get this thing done. It is not God. You cannot say, it is God that gave you a job. Then you change your mind and say, it, is, it was your intelligence that gave you the job. You have drawn back. And because you have drawn back, the Bible is saying that God will not have pleasure in you. Look at verse 39. But we are not of them that draw back unto destruction, perdition. But of them that believe to the saving of the soul. We are them that believe until the end. We, we don't start believing and give up in believing. We don't start confessing and we stop confessing. If I confess I am a prophet, I must confess it to the end. If I confess I am blessed, I must confess it to the end. We are not of them that draw back. You cannot confess I am blessed and then later you say I am poor. Because the Bible said let the poor say and let the weak say that confession must be there until the end. For we are not of them that draw back. Ladies and gentlemen, for your information, there are a group of people that have been injected with believing in God. They have been injected with the sovereignty of God. They have been injected with the knowledge that without God, there is nothing. And that injection has taken over their body. And because they are determined, nothing can sway them from what they believe in. I know God and I believe God and I'm going to the end with God. I will not change my mind. I will not go to Anagbala. I will not go to Jujuman. I will not turn back. It is God and nothing else. It is Jesus and nothing else. We are not of them that draw back. We may see giants on the land, but we are not drawing back. We may see the Canaanites, but we are not drawing back. We may see the Labadites, but we are not drawing back. We may see scorpions, but we are not drawing back. We may see serpents, but we are not drawing back. We are not of them that draw back. Our God is bigger than them. Our God is mightier than them. Our God is holier than them. Our God is our God. We are not of them that draw back. I'm not changing my confession. There is not going to be a day that what I said yesterday, I'll come and say, I'm sorry. I'll change my mind. That means you didn't believe in the first place. But because we believe, even if you hit the fire seven times, and you say to us that we should bow so that we don't go in the fire, we have already said we will not bow. So we will not change our mind. I am not bowing today. I'm not bowing tomorrow. I'm not power in the future oh king we are not careful to answer you we are not power whether we die we die whether we perish we perish i believe god i have confessed that god will save me i'm not changing my mind i'm not changing my mind i'm not changing my voice fire or no fire god is god poverty or no poverty god is god enemies or no enemies god is god i'm not changing my mind we are not of them that draw back we are not going back we have come too far 
we have come too far. We have come too far to go back. Working faith. Working faith is the faith that don't turn back. You face a war. But you said your God is a master of breakthrough. So whether there is a war, there is a breakthrough God. Oh my God. How can he be a breakthrough God when there is nothing to break through? There must be something to break through to show our God is a breakthrough not of them that draw back unto destruction, unto perdition, but we are them that believe to the saving of the soul. Ah, don't you understand what he's saying? That it is to the saving of the soul, because it is at the end of the saving of the soul, that is when the appearance of Christ will be. It is when we are going through the necessary changes of our mind, that when we are fully changed our mind, then Jesus shall come. But then God is saying to you that whilst you are changing your mind before Jesus will come, there'll be obstacles, there'll be certain problems, there'll be certain challenges, there'll be certain attacks. Will you change your confession? Working faith. Working faith. We believe. We confess. We act it. We don't change our mind. We don't change our confession. But then watch this. Hebrews 10, 38 says that the just shall live by faith. Then in Habakkuk, Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4 describes the faith. He said, behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his, by his, by his faith. So he now personalizes the faith. Hebrews says, the just shall live by faith. But Habakkuk now goes to say that it is his faith that he will live by. Ladies and gentlemen, this thing is very critical to working faith. That in order for you to experience working faith, you must have your personal faith. To the intent that my faith cannot save you. You will need your own faith to save you. That's right. That's right. If you are sick, I can't drink the medicine and say be healed. You must drink the medicine yourself. So you need your own personal faith for working faith to be active. So he said his faith, his faith, his faith. So the question is, where is your faith? Some people want to borrow faith. Others want to steal somebody's faith. Others want to swim in somebody's faith. Others want to use other people's faith. But God is saying, everyone must have his faith. Because the book of Romans, Romans 12, 3 says that he has given everybody a measure of faith. He has given for I say through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according to as God has dealt with every man the measure. So God has given to every man a measure of faith. Matthew chapter 9, verse 20. Matthew chapter 9, verse 20. It said, Behold, 
a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood 12 years came behind and touched the hem of his garment and she said within herself if I may but touch his garment I shall be whole and Jesus turned about and when he saw her he said daughter be of good comfort thy faith thy faith in other words your faith has made you whole wait woman it is your faith that has made you whole not the power i have woman it's not because i am anointed okay it wasn't the anointing that healed you. Jesus. It's not because I'm the son of God. Hey. It wasn't my sonship to God Jesus. that healed you. That's right. Woman, it is not the oil I carry hey. that healed you. Jesus. Woman, it is not my prayer hey. that healed you. As a matter of fact, I didn't see you from anywhere. Hey. I did not lay hands on you from anywhere. Right. I did not even know you were around me. Jesus. But you, your faith has made you well without me. That's right. Without my prayer. Oh, yes. Without my looking at you. Oh, yes. Your faith hey. has made you well. Working faith is your faith. Yes. Woman, be of good comfort. Your faith has made you whole. <laughs> Watch this. Your faith has made you whole. Not because I wanted to heal you. Not because I saw you. Not because you are God. Now you will understand why somebody will go and sleep in the coffin and they wake up a millionaire. Because it was not about the juju man. It was not about any. It is because they, they had faith. You are in church <laughs> and you are waiting for the pastor's faith to heal you. You are waiting for the prophet's faith to give you the miracle. So whilst you are sitting there, your faith is telling you that if you jump, you get it. But you say no. You want the prophet to say something before hey. Whilst you are sitting there, your faith is telling you that, hey, just lift your hand and say, I take it. And, 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 and you are skeptical about it because there is a girl you like sitting by you. Preaching. Working faith does not look at the object. Working faith does not look at where I came from. That's right. Who bore me? Right. Which school I attended? Yes. Working faith says, I'm not turning back. Hey. I'm going forward Jesus. to possess yes. my possession. Whether the devil like it or not, oh, yes. whether my enemies like it or Jesus. not, this is my year. Yes. Corona or no Corona, Jesus. I am taking what belongs yes, to me. Lord. Working faith. Working faith. Working faith. Woman, your faith. Your faith. You are wondering why is it that unbelievers are blessed and you, you have been praying and you are not blessed. Look at verse 20. Remember the three things I taught you for working faith. 
the Bible talks of this woman. And the Bible said that this woman, she heard of Jesus. Because she heard of Jesus, she believed in him. She heard of Jesus. The Bible says she heard of Jesus and she believed in Jesus. Then the Bible says that after she, after she had heard and she believed, the Bible said that then she confessed within her and outside of her. She confessed that if I labor touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. Why? Because she already understands the order of the priesthood. Every priest has oil poured on them from the head. The high priest always have oil poured from his head and goes into the head. So she understands that the oil has already been poured. How God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power. How he went about. So it is a finished work. So if I may but touch the hem of his garment. Then the Bible says she did not stay where she was. She took action of what she believed and what she confessed. The Bible says she came from behind. And you have to understand that coming from behind means that there were people. So she faced obstacles. The Bible describes that she came from the press, which means she crawled on the ground. And sometimes when people are walking across, they may step on her fingers. People stepped on the fingers. She did not change her mind. She was smelling. She had a bad smell on her. People would have smelled and said, hey, get out of here. With the smell... She still said, I'm going. People had blocked her. She was a woman. There were men following Jesus. So they could have just blocked her and said, you are not going anywhere. Yet, when they threw their hand this way, she went under the arm. She kept persisting. She kept going to the salvation of her soul. She went until she was able to do what she confessed. And when she touched what she confessed, her healing was automatic without God's prayer. Without Jesus' prayer. Without Jesus recognizing her. The thing happened because her faith. Her faith is a working faith. She had already believed in God. And the things she's heard about Jesus. She had already believed. She confessed. That this is the only man. The Lord over my life who can help me. Nobody else can help me. She knew that the oil has already been poured. It has been finished already. And she was determined to go get it. You are determined to be a prophet, but you have changed your mind. You are determined to change your father's house, but you've changed your behavior. You are determined to do something to make impact in your generation. But a little trouble that came you have changed your mind from becoming what God says you should become. This is not way. The woman said, they can stop me, I will not stop myself. They can block me, I will not block myself. They can say what they want to say, I'm still going. They can fight me in the morning, afternoon and evening. What I am determined to become, I shall surely become to the salvation of my soul. Ladies and gentlemen, when she got healed, she got healed for herself. Where are her enemies now? Where are those who block her now? All the people that followed, she was the only one that got healed. They had a Jesus said, somebody touched me. And they were asking, ah, but we are plenty of people touching you. Ah, 
how is it that they all touch him? And because they were not aligned, the tree was not in them. They were just touching half half. They don't have the all. The tree was not there. They just knew that Jesus, they're just working with Jesus, but they did not confess his lordship over him. They did not take action. They were touching, normal touching. Hey, hello, Jesus, how are you? That was the type of touching they were touching. A woman was touching what she confessed. She was touching what she confessed. What she confessed is that if I touch him, I'll be healed. So her touching was a purposeful touching. Some people are just following and expecting something to happen without purpose. They are, they've not confessed their purpose. Anything that can happen, can happen. What can, 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 come. What will happen, should happen. Anything that God will give me is okay. No, you don't have purpose. It's not about that. It's about believing and confessing and taking action. Your action must not be independent of what you believe. Your action must be in line and in sync with what you confess and what you believed. What is it that today you confess that you've changed your mind and you need God's forgiveness? What did you confess before the year began? And now, is it in conformity or there's a change somewhere? Then you will know why faith is not working for you. What happened to your midnight prayer that you said I will do for God to anoint me? Where is the giving you said you will give so that God will give you a miracle this year? Where is it? Working faith is not just believing. It is confessing and your action must align with what you believed and what you confessed. We give up too easily. That is the generation we are in. We are not people that can stand and stand and still work out and say, this is what I said to God and I am working it out. The Bible says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. You want to be the blessing to your family. And little thing, you give up. Where is the blessing going to come for you to help your siblings? Your whole family, there's no prophet there. And you are seeing the way things are going. And God has called you to be a prophet in your family. And the little thing, you have abandoned your prayer life. No businesswoman is in the family there. All the people that are doing business, they are doing tabletop business. And you, you've said to yourself, that by the grace of God, they... The wisdom God has given me the idea for this business. I'm going to make sure this business become big. You started the business. Somebody sorted you. No, you have given up. You're going to sell. Already you have given up on the vision you had. Don't you see it, that it is the work of the devil? Don't you see that devil doesn't want your family to grow? Don't you see the devil doesn't want you to become better? The devil wants you to become a laughing stock to people. That he knows that if he can stop your determination and stop your consistency, he has taken your future away from you. That is why we are not of them that draw back. The working faith, a group of people that don't turn back. Don't you understand that anytime something is against you, they know what is about to happen. They know the breakthrough that is about to happen. But we are a generation that we can't continue. 
we can't go and say i must become this i must become this the little issue and then we begin to draw back we don't pray anymore we don't sing anymore we don't do what god expects us to do anymore we don't serve anymore because we are offended because we are hurt because the thing didn't go the way i wanted it to go hey when the thing doesn't go the way you want it to go it is a sign that that is the thing anytime the thing is under attack it is a sign that it is the thing it is the thing it is the thing ah the devil don't fight useless things the devil fight things that are useful you alone look at the attacks that are coming on you it is a sign of what you carry the devil is doing everything for you to say i've changed my mind i've changed my confession i've changed my belief and then he'll sit and laugh at you and say look i've got him upon all the shouting upon all the faith he's talking about look at him today he can't even continue what he confessed what have you confessed and are you still in what you confess or you have given up for satan to laugh at you ladies and gentlemen we are not of them that draw back we are of them that are moving to the end the salvation of our souls our spirit is already saved but our soul is under construction our bodies will be saved when jesus appears but for now whilst we are here we want to announce to the devil no matter what you do we are not drawing back working faith working faith nothing stops a man with faith anytime something stops you the devil has won if you want your faith to work let everybody know nothing is stopping me not even no there is there shouldn't be even an angel that should stop you the bible said nothing shall separate us from the love of god not even angels can separate us from the love of god your future your future is within your faith inside of you there are people who are waiting for you to give up there are people who are waiting for you not to end well but let them know your faith has consumed you let them know your faith is too strong your faith is too strong can't you see it it is not about now it is about ending well it is about ending well the only thing that will cause you to end well is your faith the only thing that will cause you to end well is your faith your working faith is all about not drawing back align yourself with what you believe what you say and what you do what you believe must match what you say and what you say must match what you do you cannot do outside what you say and you cannot say outside what you believe every one of them must be aligned if you open your mouth and you say i am traveling to america if that confession is not within your faith you have confessed wrongly 
confess the measure of your faith. Confess the measure of your faith. And you already know the borders are closed. So that kind of faith is a fake faith. There is somebody else who when they lock the border, that is where their faith is. If you haven't gone there, don't try it. Stay within the measure of your faith. What does your faith tell you? But guess what? In all that your faith is, there must be one thing that must be in you. You are not of them that draw back or change their mind or change their confession. Whether good or bad, we don't change our confession. Whether things are better or they are worse, we don't change our confession. Whatever you have confessed, stick to it to the end and receive the reward. One prayer. We are not of them that draw back unto destruction, but of them that believe unto the saving of the soul. We are going to pray a prayer. Lord, help me to align my belief with my confession and with the things I do. Let me not get to a place that I draw back from my confession. Lift up your hands. Say, my father, my father. My father, my father. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, my God. Oh Lord, my God. Let my belief. Let my belief. Be aligned. Be aligned to my confession. To my confession. And let my confession. And let my confession. Be aligned. Be aligned to my actions. To my actions. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Help me. Never to draw back. Never to draw back. In the name of Jesus. And let my faith. And let my faith begin to work by the clapping of hands in Jesus' name. Clap yourself. I descend to rub it up. It's you that I see. You that I